insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his property. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. Conversation. It's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also join us at the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash Radio. Come to the live and join us in that chat there. If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, come on over to YouTube. It's more fun over here. Uh, if you're listening after the live show, you could always leave your comments on the show thread at liberaldan.com over here on youtube.com slash Radio, or you could always comment uh, on facebook.com slash Radio or at uh, Liberland Radio on Twitter as well. <laughs> Funny comments already in the chat over here on YouTube, making me chuckle. Uh, shouts out to Easy E Network, Elizabeth, Jeff, Jolie, Aaron, um, everybody who's already in the chat. Thank y'all. We got seven viewers and four likes. Make sure to go ahead and like like the video. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe already. And if you uh, Best way to help the show and help us get to the goal of a thousand subscribers is to go ahead and also engage with videos when we're not live. Go comment, like, share, etc. Spread the word far and wide about the Liberal Dan Radio program. Um, and if you want to help the show even more, you can become a Liberal Dan Radio patron, uh, Patreon.com/LiberalDan or Patreon.LiberalDan.com. Either way will get you there, uh, or you can help at one time with a buymeacoffee.com slash Radio, or go to the liberaldan.com website and click the buy me a cider button because uh, I like cider better than coffee uh, or you can just do the Venmo image right over here liberaldan at Venmo and just do the friends and family option since you're not buying anything so lots of stuff to talk about today um, what's going on Tim good to see you uh, we did do a special, bleh, easy for me to say, Saturday night stream uh, covering the the elections that were going on on uh, Saturday. We had a uh, mostly bad night here in Louisiana. We did have one good example, Mandy Landry, a friend of the show who's been on the show several times, not only won her re-election, but she uh, destroyed uh, Madison O'Malley. I mean, 
you know, Ed, all, Ed Carlson also lost. She, he came in third, but I'm not worried. I wasn't necessarily thinking that he was going to uh, be doing all that well. I, I assumed he was going to be coming in third place simply because of the fact that he was not getting much of the attention of anybody because it was basically a fight between uh, Mandy Landry and Madison O'Malley. But it wasn't that much of a fight. In fact, I had to go petty when I brought up the fact that uh, Madison O'Malley only was only able to after I think she spent of the money that she spent so far, it looks like she only spent maybe about 60 something thousand dollars of the $135,000 that was lent to her plus whatever campaign contributions he received, which might just then go back and pay back her loans to herself um, of the money that she loaned to her. Again, she only spent, I think she spent like $26 a vote uh, and she only managed to win one precinct. Uh, and even that is not necessarily true because in Louisiana, when you vote early, that I think if I'm correct in saying that you vote early, those votes go into the absentee ballot column and don't go into the column of the precinct that you're from. And Mandy Landry beat uh, Madison O'Malley, I think, two to one on the absentee ballot. So it's more than likely that if you were able to distribute all of the absentee ballots into the precincts from where the voters came from, uh, Mandy Landry probably won every single precinct. So... having a little bit of caffeine, energy drink. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, listen to my Nerdy Dan, Nerdy Dan uh, stream. Anyway, but it, it was good to see uh, Mandy Landry do so well. Unfortunately, Britt Gandolfi did not do as well. She lost her race. And unfortunately for the state of Louisiana, and we'll get into that a little bit later into more detail or uh, over the course of the show, we'll continue to talk about that. Jeff Landry, the worst possible candidate uh, in the election for governor, won the governor's election. It's terrible. It's really terrible. And he has a supermajority in both houses as well. And that can only uh, only be rests on the heads of the Louisiana Democratic Party leadership. Let's see, maybe it would have helped if we would have stopped counting the votes at noon. <laughs> Stop counting. Yeah, we should have stopped counting back when we got Jeff Landry down to under 50%. Stop counting the votes. There's no reason to count the votes. It's too late. Stop counting. Um, but before we get into all that big mess, there's been one thing I've been wanting to talk about, but between the Louisiana elections and the mess between Israel and Hamas, uh, I've had to put the topic on the back burner. And that is Cenk Younger announced that he wants to run for president. He announced his candidacy for president as a Democrat. Problem. Cenk Younger is a naturalized citizen. He was born in Turkey. He emigrated, immigrated to the United States and became a naturalized citizen i.e. he is not a natural-born citizen. He is not eligible to be president. Now, do I think that that's an antiquated idea? Sure. But in order to get rid of that antiquated idea, you need a constitutional amendment, and that's unlikely to pass any time in the near future. 
Now, Cenk Younger believes that he could challenge it in court and that the courts will rule in his favor because the courts have overturned the meanings of words before as well. Well, sorry, Cenk, but guess what? You would require an activist court to rule in your favor. And while we do have an activist conservative Supreme Court, they're not your friends. They are not going to rule in your favor on this issue. Uh, you are tilting at windmills, sir. This is a very quixotic attempt. And the, the idea that you really think that you could run for president and that it would be at all successful and that you wouldn't be laughed out of court for this attempt just proves that the Young Turks have jumped the shark and that we need better progressives on the radio. People need to flee the Young Turks in droves at this point because they've just gone full-on crazy. Uh, in Spaceballs terms, they've gone to plaid, and there's nothing really more you can say anymore about them because this is just buffoonery to the highest level, period. There's nothing more you can say about it. It's just, it's dumb. He, he, you would think that he wouldn't be this stupid, but he is. Yeah, you are stupid if you think that you can run for president and if you think that the courts are going to rule in your favor. It is stupid of you for thinking this, Cenk Younger. You are stupid for thinking this. You should know better, but plainly you don't. It's dumb. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself and your show, and everyone else involved with your show. Anyway. Or the, uh, actually, I like the, uh, it should be the uh, TYJ, the Young Jerks, is what I've been calling that. Um, what's going on, Wes? Good to see you. Anybody else jump in as I see? Chenka's is also a moron, self-absorbed moron, yes. Um Yes. I do not understand it at all. I do not understand why anybody else didn't just like, are you stupid? But he, and he, and he addressed it. Like he tweeted about it. He addresses like, oh yeah, I think I know that what the law says, I'm a naturalized citizen. I think the law, I think the courts will rule that naturalized mean natural born. No, it doesn't. It, it's exactly not the same. It's the exact opposite. What's up, Jackie? Good to see you. Hey, Nick Rich, what's going on? There's two things. If you're, you can either be a naturalized citizen or a natural born citizen. That's your two options. If you're not one, you're the other. If you're a citizen, you're either a citizen by birth or you're not a citizen by birth. That's it. That's the way it is. There's no, there's no other way about it. That's the only two options that you have. And you're the one that's not eligible. Now, First name is Athens, last name is Hole. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, look, I would have no problem with a constitutional amendment that would say, like, you know, maybe if uh, instead of saying you have to be 35 years old and a natural-born citizen, I would have no problem with, let's say, saying you have to be a citizen for 35 years. Okay, that would be that would be. You know, either you're you're born a citizen and you can be 35 years old, or maybe you were 
naturalized at 18 and then you could do it at 53. Okay. Like, I, I don't necessarily have a big issue with the idea that somebody who is naturalized is, is some, I don't think that just because somebody is naturalized means they're somehow questionable when it comes to being president. I, th- I don't think that being naturalized somehow makes you less better than a natural born citizen. I think it's elitist to suggest that somebody who is a natural born citizen is somehow a better citizen than somebody who is naturalized. It's silly, but it's the law and you have to change the law if you want to run as a naturalized citizen. So uh, Elizabeth, let's not. I mean, it's never going to change at this point. There's no way that uh, with our the way that it requires the way we would need to change the rules. There's no way that it would change. The only way that it would change would be if conservatives had a candidate that they wanted to run that they wouldn't be able to run. Then you would be able to convince the conservatives to change it because you can't change it without the conservative states getting behind it. So. Um, hey, Maria, what's going on? Good to see you. Um, anyway, so that's my little rant on Tink Younger. Uh, we also have uh, issues going on as well, going on with Israel and Hamas. Uh, Hamas has said that uh, they are willing, at first it was reported that they are willing to unconditionally let go uh, foreign nationals that they have currently held hostage. And now that's changed to they're willing to let them go as long as certain conditions are met to allow them to, but it's not necessarily saying that they, that, that, that they want certain conditions to be met for them, but that I guess something, there has to be a, a particular way for them to do so. I don't know exactly what it means, uh, but Hamas is saying that they're willing to now let go non-Israeli uh, foreigners who they inadvertently, I guess, took hostage. Um, I'll believe, believe it when I see it. I'm not going to hold my breath on this idea uh, because Hamas can't be trusted. Um, Hamas is just, you know, a terrorist organization who has proven themselves time and time again to not be trustworthy whatsoever. Um, it was interesting on the news today, today to see a whole bunch of people over in Israel, a bunch of Israelis uh, coming out. And uh, you know, Israelis you know, this weekend did not go to eat. They did not go dancing. They did not go to bars. They did not go clubbing. But they did go protest. And a lot of the Israelis are protesting and demanding the ouster or resignation of Benjamin Netanyahu which is good to see. It's good to see the Israelis trying to get, because they're blaming him for his failure to protect them. And they're blaming him. A lot of them are blaming him for his, uh, like supporting Hamas over the uh, Palestinian Authority, for him, for his actions that can, for the settlements, everything that I've been saying, for him, uh, you know, basically egging on and, and helping to radicalize Palestinians so that they're more likely to join Hamas. You know, they, are, they are holding his feet to the fire. There are even conservative members of other parties and even members of Likud, his own party, 
that are basically saying that he needs to go. There's a conservative, uh, another conservative, a member of another political party. He's conservative, and he's a, he's a former military commander who is even I forget his name, but he's even call he's even calling for Netanyahu to resign because of, of all of the problems that Netanyahu has, and that's that's even ignoring all of the problems pertaining to his attempts to uh, turn the Israeli government into a more authoritarian government. It's even ignoring uh, the changes that he wanted to make to the Supreme Court to protect his corrupt ass when it came to the charges that are he's currently facing. Uh, so, anywho. Um, let's see. Hillary, Wes, you're correct that Hillary, the world would have been a better place had Hillary Clinton won in 2016. Um, problem is, is that it, it was, it wasn't even the, uh, it wasn't even the liberals. It was left. It was extreme leftists. It was the uh, 12% of Bernie Sanders voters in the primaries who switched from Bernie to Trump in the general election had those voters voted for Jill Stein instead of Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton would have won, which makes for an interesting argument because normally you say, well, you know, voting for the third parties is, is helping out the other person, helping out the, the worst of the worst. But in this situation, it just so happened that had they instead voted for Jill Stein instead of voting for Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton would have won. But they didn't vote for Jill Stein. They flipped from Bernie to Donald, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I, I don't understand how anybody goes to vote for one for the other. I mean, except if you're a, a moron and you say, oh, I, I'm a populist. I want a populist president, so I'm going to vo go vote for somebody who I feel is a populist and supports the people in the primaries. And then I'm going to go vote for the faux populist in the general election. Because Donald Trump's not a populist. He might say populist things, but he's not a populist. He's a corporatist. Easy E, please don't use the T word on in the chat. I don't like people using um, uh, mental disabilities as a slur. It is not cool by me. Um, just FYI, you know. Not angry at you for it, but it's just not a... Aaron West, my dad flipped from Bernie to Trump to, in 2016. It's, again, I don't understand that mindset. Um, I, I mean, I guess I understand if you're a chaos agent, if you're just all about the chaos, then sure. But that's not I – don't, I don't think these people were necessarily all about the chaos unless they just wanted to burn the party, Democratic Party down in, in particular. But those people you know, didn't understand – you know, they were crying about Bernie Sanders's, you know, losses in the in the primaries and didn't understand that Bernie Sanders lost mostly because of unforced errors that he committed himself by ignoring the southern states during the primaries. So anywho. I think Easy E Network had said something about uh, Sarah Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, he wanted me to bring that up. 
Uh, apparently, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' is, office is under fire for buying a $19,000 lectern, um, and then the, a whistleblower has accused their office of covering up the spending. Wow. Why must you buy a $19,000 lectern? Um, the price tag has raised serious questions from state lawmakers of both parties. Um Sanders is pushing hard to restrict what public records would be available under the state's Freedom of Information Act, including her own travel expenses. Uh, this whole thing has started from and keeps growing from the governor's failure to be transparent about just spending in general. Um, through another quest, uh, let's see. I was just scrolling through those credit card receipts, stumbled upon Beckett Evans' purchase for 19000 and change. I didn't know what it was. Eventually, he learned uh, the request was for a lectern. It sounds like an insane price for a podium. To be clear, a podium is an object you stand on, and a lectern is an object you stand behind. According to the invoice, this lectern was custom, 39 inches tall, wood with blue accent, plus custom traveling case, just over 19 grand. Beckett Events, the company who sells the invoice, is operated by Virginia Beckett, a former colleague of Sanders back when Sanders versus Brexit, press secretary for Donald Trump. Uh, Campbell's Post raised a lot of questions. So basically... Uh, she was funneling government money to a colleague, which is what conservatives do. This is what conservatives do. They take government money and funnel it to themselves or to their friends. This is why conservatives love charter schools, because they can use it to take government money. And instead of using it to educate children, they can use it to funnel the money for their friends and for themselves. This is why, gov- this is why Donald Trump Claimed you wanted to run, claimed to not take a salary, but what did he do? He traveled every time government travel happened and every time he could possibly do it, he made sure that everybody stayed at one of his resorts, even flying into a Scotland airport that could not quite handle uh, the airplanes that were being flown, but they still landed there anyway. Why? Because he wanted them to stay at his Scotland resort so that government money could be spent at his resort and he could make money because that's what they do. Apparently the state Republican party wrote a check to cover the purchase, but that came only after Campbell requested a copy of the invoice. Records also indicate the state agency in charge of purchasing essentially told the governor's office this wouldn't be reimbursable. Campbell states that despite many political allies, Sanders has in Arkansas, this doesn't seem to be going away. The governor has managed to find like this one issue and somehow transcend party politics in the state. Um, so even like there was, there was a beef about this, I think locally in New Orleans with uh, Mayor Cantrell, uh, where she had put some things on where, where some, a lot of other uh not Congress people. A lot of other council people like would put personal stuff on their on their city credit cards and then reimburse the city for the personal expenses. Uh, she had flown uh, first class on several things, and then she believed that they were covered, uh, but that she could fly first class. Um, and she this, the ruling by the city, uh, either the city attorney. Or by some other ethics thing, ethics ruling said that she was not able to to fly first class, so she then had to pay the difference. 
uh, from her own personal money uh, to cover the difference between uh, the cost of a, of a business class or, or, or a coach class and the first class seats and, and offset the difference. So this is not just necessarily things that that part of it is, is something that politicians seem to do from both sides of the party. But I mean, I'm sure that the only reason that the Republican Party um, of Arkansas covered Huckabee Sanders's uh, expenditure here is because she got caught with her hands in a cookie jar trying to make sure that uh, try, trying to use government coffers to enrich herself and her friends. The check will be used because that's neither tax or wire fraud. A little bit older, a little bit wiser, a little less better looking. What? I guess I'm missing something. Um, is the volume slowing down for anyone else? I don't know. What I mean is how does volume slow down? I don't understand what that means. Is 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 am I getting am I getting am I sounding like I'm talking more slowly? Sorry. Or is or is the edible kicking in? <laughs> Jeff is the edible kicking in right now. Uh Nick Rich. I am me and you are me and we are me and we are all together. See, this is intentional fraud. Her daddy is the new Rush Limbaugh, too. Of course he is. Now, West, don't call people cows. Just because we don't like her doesn't mean we have to insult her, uh, how she looks. And again, just a reminder to everybody watching the show at the time, when, when we have disagreements, especially when we have disagreements in chat, just want to remind everybody to only address the argument being made and not the person making it. So don't insult the people making the arguments. Only, only address the argument being made because we don't want to, we don't want to have things uh, avalanche into big messes. So anyway. So what else? What else to talk about today before we get to the, the main topic of the how Louisiana is in deep, deep doo-doo. So <clears throat> I do want to make a couple of clips about this as well. So hopefully we don't have interruptions by the kiddos again. Um, I missed I missed Aaron's. I, I, I don't know. I missed Aaron's comment, or we maybe we said at the same time about about volume slowing down. It seems to be getting quieter. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I haven't changed any volume settings. I don't know. Good to see you on the sunny side of the street as well, Agoth Twitler. Um, <laughs> he now could call her and her dad Fuckabee. That's fair. I'll I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow Bee. <laughs> Because that's not that's not necessarily insulting their how they look. I mean, unless they're literally screwing a bee. So, um, anywho, one of the things about Jeff Landry winning this election, though, is that. We are now finally going to get to see, as much as it's going to hurt the people of Louisiana, 
And this is going to hurt, in my opinion, the people of Louisiana. And it's not a good thing that it's going to hurt the people of Louisiana. This is going to suck for four years, in my opinion. But the one thing that we are going to be able to see now is we're going to get solid proof of just how bad it can be when the Republicans have full control of government. This is going to be a test case of just how bad things will be under full Republican control. There's no way for the Democrats to block anything. There's no way for the Democrats to have any power because there's super majorities in both houses and and an extreme Republican in control. So we're going to have to suffer through these four years, but we are now going to be able to show the entire country and the entire world just how bad things will get under Republicans when they have full control, just how bad the economy will be, just how bad, how poor the poor will get, just how bad civil rights will get, just how bad everything will go, how close we will get to Gilead in Louisiana. Again, it's going to suck, and I'm not going to like it, and I'm going to have lots of rants about it on the podcast, but we'll be able to show the world just how bad it is and hopefully be a shining example of why nobody else should make the same mistake ever again. So perhaps that should be the, I guess, silver lining to this whole thing. If there's any silver lining here, it's that maybe the rest of the world will get to benefit from our misfortune. So I think I just lean more and more to the mic. I think I think as I'm trying to make my points, Wes, it's not that I'm necessarily slumping. It's that I'm just kind of feel like I feel like sometimes I need to lean more and more into the mic to make more of my point. I think that's what's I think that's what you're seeing. So, I mean, Tim, I I try to find the silver lining in everything. It's a really bad. It's a really thin, thin, thin silver lining. And you really got to want to see it. It's going to hurt a lot of people while doing so. Um, Texas and Florida should be instructive. But even in Texas, or even in Florida, I mean, you had an attempt. But but see, here's the thing. For as bad as Abbott and DeSantis are, Landry's worse. And that's saying a lot. Landry is, you, you take the worst parts of Abbott and, and Trump and, and DeSantis and you mush them all up and you put them on steroids and crack and heroin and meth and you get Jeff, and you add a Cajun accent to it and then you'll get Jeff Landry. And oh boy, it's going to be terrible because you're going to have it's going to be bad. Let me just tell you, you know, Louisiana is, that's, that's the thing. Easy, that's, that's, that's one of the points, though. Louisiana is 
Louisiana often will talk about how it's an oil and gas state, but we overestimate the amount of revenue we get from oil and gas, especially as compared to Texas and Florida. Texas and Florida have a lot of money so that even though they're horribly run, you still have the circumstance where they have a lot of money and as such, they can kind of fake it to make it. And you end up, you still, you also have a lot of big blue cities that could potentially anchor it in such a way so that the big blue cities can kind of be anchors of some, some sort of stability. Now, as much as the Republicans try and fight that crap, they try and fight a tooth and nail. And believe me, they do. But, I mean, you have big cities like Dallas and Houston, Orlando, uh, Tampa Bay. You even have, you know, I think, I don't know if Miami's government, Miami's mayor, I think, might be a Republican. But then that you just had Jacksonville switch over and have a Democratic mayor. Um, you have... Um, Austin in Texas, probably San Antonio as well. You have all these areas, large cities that that even though Texas is a big Republican red stronghold, you ha- you still have blue islands that are that are kind of safe. In the war in New Orleans is a blue area, but we're not big. We're only like two three hundred thousand maybe. Like we don't have a lot. We don't anchor the state as much as we used to. Oh, my cat's coming in again. We don't have it. We don't have as much of an of an effect on the state as we used to, especially in this last election. That's one of the things I'm, I'm trying to find the information about voter turnout. I think we had like 38 percent turnout statewide in this last election, which sucks. And New Orleans might have been like 28 percent. I don't know. And one of the reasons that I'm positing that New Orleans turnout was less than other places. Hey, Rose, congratulations. Y'all get cat butt. Um, I'm surprised you're getting to see Rose in the first place because this never happens. Uh, this never happens. You're, you're getting to see a miracle right now. Um, the, uh, I'm, I'm shook. I'm absolutely shook. Um, Jefferson Parish, as I talked about on Saturday night, Jefferson Parish had council races as well as the legislature and statewide races. Um, St. Jefferson Parish is more conservative than Orleans. You have a chunk of Jefferson Parish that does consist of the second congressional district, which is the gerrymandered district for the single black congressional representatives. Uh, St. Tammany Parish is much more conservative. They also had their parish president election take place uh, that day. New Orleans did not have any councilmanic or any other real, except for maybe one judgeship that took place that day. So there was no real reason for other people to come out except for those other races. And the Louisiana Democratic Party was so inept because they were spending a lot of their energy needlessly focusing on the District 91 race, which is the Mandy Landry race, which is the safest race in the entire state, with no reason to target her 
because she had didn't need to be targeted except for the fact that they didn't like the fact that she, you know, became independent for a couple months. So, so she, uh, so they spent all this time trying to unseat Mandy Landry, leaving other seats on, uh, unaccounted for and let Republicans run unopposed. And there was, that's part of the reason why uh, Landry run one out in the jungle primary, which he shouldn't have done, but also, you know, it's another, it's, it's a, because we don't have Orleans parish civil municipal elections at the same time as the statewide elections. You also end up not getting as much turnout as you maybe ha- would have had had they been at the same time, which is why one of the reasons I'm calling for the Orleans Parish elections to be moved to the same day as the statewide elections, and maybe that would bring up turnout, and maybe that would help out all of the statewide Democratic candidates. The only reason uh, reason she might scratch is... uh, is if I uh, tried to pick her up because she is, while she's loving being pet petted right now, she, she is not a fan of being held. She will get scratched, but she will not, she does not enjoy getting picked up at all. So, but I am, I am taking full advantage of my ability to, uh, to pet my kitty because my kitty never lets me scratch. She'll come back to try and get more, I guess. She is purring. I don't know if you can hear it, but she is purring away. Let's see. I don't, I don't, I don't know if she'll be able to. You'll be able to hear it. She, I think she moved away from the from the mic as I moved it closer to her. I guess she's done. I guess she's had enough scratches. Yes, Louisiana does need new probably. That was one of the other videos I made Saturday night and uploaded, and and it went live Sunday morning. Was one of the things was calling for New Orleans to have. Uh, New Orleans municipal elections to take place at the same time as the statewide elections. And somebody, and the other one was that the New Orleans or the Louisiana Democratic Party needs a top-down shift or top-down change in the party, which means eliminating Katie Bernhardt from the, from the uh, ex- as executive director, that she just needs to go. She, she's, she needs to go. She's done. She needs to be done. Um, and we need to get rid of everybody who supported her. Now, the way that it works is that for every state representative seat, so I'm in, I'm in st- my state representative or my state representative district is District 102. There are two seats, one man, one, one woman. So we're still at keeping on and holding on to antiquated gender roles. But so you have one man and one woman position open. And the guy that is in my seat for the, his name is Joe Broussard. And he apparently did support Katie Bernhardt. According to somebody that I know, there is somebody else already planning to run against him. So if there's somebody already planning to run against him, I see no reason to work against that person. If that person is going to go ahead and try and win it. So I might not run for that. Maybe I'll run for the uh, Orleans Parish Democratic Executive Committee because that also needs a change because the Orleans Parish Democratic Executive Committee worked, also endorsed Madison O'Malley against um, 
Mandy Landry. So, so OpDeck clearly needs to be revamped as well because it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Thank you, Elizabeth. I'll hurry back if you can. If you're not, good to see you again. Um, and thank you, Elizabeth, for all the wonderful things you said last week. I really appreciate you as well. Um, so, so I've been I've been I've been on that rant, and I've been also been looking at I I, I looked at um, I was wrong about when the supplemental campaign finance finance reports would have to be filed. Uh, supplemental campaign finance reports would have to be filed. Um, like the 48 hour ones, like cause if you have anything that takes place within like the 10 final 10 days before the election in Louisiana, like you have to file a 48 hour report. So if somebody makes a contribution to you that's above a certain threshold, you have to file a report. So like, I was wondering how many of how many, uh, contributions would be made or how many expenditures would be made by, um, Madison O'Malley or to Madison O'Malley for contributions, uh, how many of those would be made at the very last minute that wouldn't have to be reported until after the election? I thought it was 48 hours, like real time. It's 48 hours, business hours. So business days. So anything that was donated on, I guess, either today or Friday or Saturday would have to be reported by, um, I guess anything Thursday would have to be reported by today. Anything Friday or Saturday would have to be reported by tomorrow. So I was able to find one contribution, one $2,500 contribution to Madison O'Malley uh, from some lawyer who works on Poyager Street downtown. Um, I don't even remember the name off the top of my head. But when I looked at the contributions that he made uh, in 2019, he contributed to Mandy Landry. And then in 2023, he didn't contribute to Mandy Landry. He committed, contributed to Madison O'Malley. And I was like, so I, so I, I messaged Mandy Landry. I'm like, what did you do to this guy? She was like, what are you talking about? Oh, because he contributed to her. I'm like, yeah, he contributed to you in 19 and her to 2023. Why did you make him mad? What did you do to make him mad? Just joking around with her. And she was like, oh, he's apparently he, uh, he's a backer of, of, um, Cedric Richmond, who used to be the representative in the second congressional district. He then retired. He then left to go work for the Biden administration. I don't think he's any currently working for the Biden administration anymore. Uh, but apparently, here's the problem. Uh, Cedric Richmond was one of the other people behind Katie Bernhardt uh, taking power in the Louisiana Democratic Party. So it's not just her being terrible. It's him being terrible. So he is, I guess, pulling that string and supporting who he is supporting who, I guess, the person who donated to Mandy Landry in 2019, who is now now gave a max contribution to Madison O'Malley in 2023, um, is basically being told who to support by Cedric Richmond. And, you know, I had a good shot. I was basically like, look, you didn't need the money, apparently. So, 
good riddance to him, I guess. So it's easy now. You are in a red state that voted for Trump twice, second time over 18.5%. You're still ice skating uphill. Yes, but we also had a Democratic governor for the last eight years. A, a smart party would have fielded a good candidate that would have been able to make a runoff. A smart, a smart party would have, A, been able to have forced a runoff, and then, B, would have been able to potentially have won the runoff by getting out the vote. So, and, but, the, but we have one of the problems that, um, as I talked about on Saturday, is that uh, the top Democratic candidate was a black man, and the head of the Louisiana Democratic Party does not feel like a black man would have any chance winning statewide and can't be imaginative in thinking as to how one might get a black candidate to win statewide, you know, like getting out the black vote might work, especially in a low turnout election like this. Like this would have been the election that a black candidate could have, could have won because had the low, had turnout been low in the rest of the state, but you gotten out the North New Orleans vote, you could have won. You could have made history and gotten a good black candidate into, into office. But no, you had to spend more time trying to kick Mandy Landry out of her seat than working on trying to get out the black vote. But we already saw Katie Bernhardt was too busy trying to, you know, early on in, in the last time around with the Senate elections, when Gary Chambers Jr. was running, she screwed him over twice. Also, Devontae Lewis, when he was running for public service commissioner. Uh, they did what they needed to do to try and secure the uh, endorsement of the Louisiana Democratic Party. And when she didn't like that, they did what because she had changed the rules to try and make it harder for them to win the endorsement because she doesn't think that black people can win statewide. So she wanted to help other people because there was another white candidate who was running for the Senate that she wanted to help out because she's racist, in my opinion. And so she changed the rules to make it harder for Gary Chambers Jr. and Devontae Lewis to get those uh, endorsements. They did the work and they did what they needed to do and they got the votes to get the endorsement. So what did she do? She changed the rules yet again during the meeting, she got them to suspend the rules and to just go ahead and change them on the fly so that she could have everybody get endorsed instead of just endorsing one person because she didn't get her way. So she was going to basically take her ball and go home, sort of. I don't know if that's the greatest analogy, but still. So this is somebody who has worked against black Democratic candidates for years now. Hell, she worked against the Democratic candidate. She supported a Republican against Louisiana's governor for, for all intents and purposes. She went against the rules of the Democratic committee, and she would, should have never been considered. She should have never been considered to be chair of the party. But for some reason, I don't know if she knows where the bodies are buried or whatever, but she was able to convince enough people to put her in charge. I don't know. I see. I don't even know. I don't necessarily know that Edwards was necessarily uh, popular, 
but it was just that he was running against people who were who were not. The first time Edwards ran, he ran against Vitter, who had his prostitute issue. Uh, the second time Vitter ran, he ran against uh, this guy named Rispone, who was a businessman who, during the only debate that they had, he looked like a deer in headlights. I, he, it was like Trump without the without any ability to speak. I mean, you look at Donald. If, if you put Donald Trump and Rispone next to each other, like Rispone made Trump look like a Rhodes Scholar genius. This is how bad Rispone was. Like it, it, I felt, I, I almost felt bad for the guy. And I was watching the debate, and it was just like. Oh, this is this is this is just he's just crushing them. Oh, it's this terrible. And even then, the election was like fifty-one forty-nine. Like it was it was razor thin, but he still won in the runoff. But there was still a runoff. And I think even before the runoff, Rispone had the lead, but he didn't get fifty percent plus one of the votes. So therefore, there was a runoff. And then when it came down to it in the runoff he was able to pull off the victory. So does that mean that Sean, I mean, and Sean Wilson didn't have that great of a campaign either. He didn't have big names coming down and campaigning for him. Like I didn't see, like, I don't know. I don't know if Biden coming down to campaign for him would have helped. I don't know if John Bell Edwards, I didn't really see John Bell Edwards coming in and campaigning for him. Like I didn't see much of anything of any big name people campaigning for him. It, it, it wasn't that much of a great campaign, but the state was too busy trying to kick Mandy Landry out of her seat. And that was the ultimate problem. They, 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 they were too busy trying to kick out Mandy. <laughs> it, it, that just shows how, how petty the party was being. They were too concerned with this one vendetta to actually worry about winning the entire thing. She wanted her buddies in office. Well, not much of her, not not many of her. Well, if her buddies were Republicans, then she got her deal. She got her way. Biden would have helped in New Orleans. Biden, you're probably right. But then again, right now, Biden has a whole lot of other mess to worry about. So I don't know if he could have come down to campaign. Um, I, I mean, I don't know why the black vote was so bad, especially for a black candidate, but maybe that says a little bit about the candidate, maybe, but again, that says more about the party. The party should have done more voter engagement. The party should have been done more get out the vote, but that it's, it's all, it's, it all falls on the head of the party. The responsibility of the, of the of the party chairman is to get out there and to have winning candidates and to get wins. We took a shellacking. Now there are still some runoffs going on. You still have the treasurer's race. You still have the secretary of state's race. Um, you still have the attorney general's race. Where, um, of course, I'm sure people are anticipating that the Republicans are all going to win those races. And why wouldn't you? Because if the Louisiana Democratic Party can't run good elections in the primary, why do we think the general election is going to be any different? There's no reason for me to believe that we're going to get any different results under Katie Bernhardt in the general election than we would under the, in the primaries. 
Uh, I feel sorry for for Lizzie Cheek, sorry for Attorney General. I feel sorry for everybody else who's running uh, Collins, Grant Collins Greenup, who's running for Secretary of State. Um, all these people, I would love to have them on my show. I want to try and get them on my show. I don't give them any chance in hell of winning. I'll vote for them. I will get out and vote. I will encourage everybody else to get out and vote. But unless you have the party getting out there and pushing them and pushing a major get out to vote uh, effort, it's not going to happen. And who are they? Who, who's she going to do it? She's not going to do it for. She's not going to do it for a progressive. Cheek is a, a big progressive. It's one of the reasons I like Cheek, who's running for AG. She's not going to do it for Cheek. She's not going to do it for. Gwen Collins Green up because again, we've seen now for a fact that Kitty Bernhardt does not support black candidates running statewide because she just won't do it. She won't support them. I wouldn't be surprised if Katie Bernhardt supports the Landry that's running for AG. Are you sure she's not just pulling a Gabbard or Justice and not going to switch parties and burn them to Democrats? I'm I'm almost certain that she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, there's no reason, like, even when she was running to begin with, everybody was trying to sound the alarms. Everybody was like, this, she supported, I forget the guy's name at the top, off the top of my head. It was like, we were trying to say, she supported a Republican against John Bell Edwards for governor in his first run. Why are we going to support her for head of the party? She has not proven herself to be a loyal Democrat. You need a loyal Democrat. Look, I have made the argument that one needs to that, that it's more important to be loyal to the issues than to be than specifically to be registered to the party. I would rather somebody who is loyal to issues than to party. I made that I made that argument about Mandy Landry for her being gone for two months. That in reality, since she's supporting the issues and that that she's more of a loyal Democrat than many of these other people who are Democrats who are supporting other things and just being pro-life and voting for pro-life things in the legislature. That being said, I forget when Edward Edwards ran for Congress, but there was a good few years where I was registered no party. So if somebody threw my name up and said, hey, Dan, you should be executive director of the Louisiana Democratic Party, and somebody said, but Dan, you were not a uh, registered Democrat for these amount of years, and I would say, well, I, I voted Democrats the entire time. I just was mad about the party for endorsing an unrepentant convicted felon who was one of the reasons for Louisiana's Democratic Party being downfall. And I, I was mad at the party for doing that. And I, I was mad at the party for endorsing a candidate who was going against the Affordable Care Act. And that was one of the issues he was planks he was running on was to overturn the Affordable Care Act, one of the important things that our Democratic president put in place. I would say all those things if I really felt that I could have the position and I could I would be good, good in that position. I don't know if I'd be good in that position, but if I felt like I would be good in that position, um, you know, that would be the argument that I would make. But I wouldn't begrudge the argument being made was that, well, you haven't been back in the party long enough to, to prove to us that you're a loyal Democrat because you went no party for a certain number of years. And I would be like, you know what, it's a fair argument. Wes, stop. 
Republicans say a lot of things about Kamala Harris because Republicans are sexist bigots who don't understand that uh, a smart woman can accomplish good things without doing nefarious things. Now, I don't necessarily agree with all of the things that uh, Vice President Harris did while she was AG of California. Don't get me wrong. I was very much against her being the Democratic nominee when she was running in 2020 because of uh, a lot of the things that she did as AG, but bringing up the allegations about her and who, who might, she might have done things with just perpetuates uh, the sexism that's pervasive in our society that um, I've discussed in my Unraveling Toxic Masculinity videos where we've said, look, you, uh, we have this thing where, you know, women are, are suggested that they can't potentially do things and the only way that they can get to the top is either by, is either by sleeping their way to the top or by doing other things, not because, uh, not because they are, um, you know, well-qualified. You know, I'm not going to argue she was a bad attorney. I just disagree with some of her decisions that she made. Like even when I was talking about Meg Whitman, I don't like Meg Whitman at all. I think she's a horrible CEO when she was in charge of eBay. I think she let a lot of fraud go by um, unpunished because of the policies that they set forth in their trust and trust and safety division uh, during her tenure at eBay. That being said, I'm sure she had to walk a very tight, tight, tight walk a very tight line between, you know, her being seen as, you know, overly, um, overly, you know, bossy or whatever, as they would like to call uh, women who are assertive and not being assertive enough in order to make sure that she could advance to the ranks to make it to the position that she was in. And she probably had to walk that tightrope much, much more carefully than uh, any dude would have had to do so. So, um, yeah, if, if Kamala Harris was a white dude, nobody would have said crap. They probably would have cheered um, his ability to go uh, perform sexual favors with somebody who was married. Oh, look, it's a rose again, who almost clawed the hell out of my shoulder trying to get up on, on, my, on the back of my chair. Hello again. Hello again, my kitty. I am very surprised that you're giving me this one. It's because your mom is at a movie, huh? Your mom is at a movie, and that's why you are snuggling with me, because your mom is not home. Is that it? Is that it? You don't have snuggles with mama, so I'm the second best. I'm the next best thing. Yes. Every rose has its thorn. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its thorn. 
That's what I've done in karaoke before. I don't believe in roses. There are far too many. Is that like the bird argument? Don't that some people don't believe in birds? That birds are a myth. That birds are a conspiracy uh, because of uh, birds. That don't I don't want your butt on my head. Thank you. That birds are a conspiracy by the government or something. That they're all listening to us and reporting back to the FBI or something. What's up, Robin? How's it going? Thank you for joining us. Anybody who's just copped into the channel, please remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you've not already done so. And always remember to, uh, after the show's over, to go uh, interact with other videos to make sure to get the uh, get, those, get those Facebook, not Facebook, get those YouTube algorithms going so that other people will see the videos and interact with them as well. Um, Rose, hey Rose, another Rose. So is that so? Is the fact that we have, we're talking about a Rose, we got a Rose in here now. That's funny. Oh, now you're on this side. Now, oh, you want to rub on the microphone that I'm not using because the other microphone's better. That's hilarious. Oh, I like. Oh, you like that one now? Oh, you like it? You like that scratchy? You are so funny. See, if you came to me more often, you would get more scratches. But no, you you don't come near me nearly enough. What's up, TV2? How's it going? This is the Liberal Dan Radio uh, kitty, kitty time. It's kitty time with Liberal Dan Radio. I don't usually get this much kitty time. See, is, is, is it enough? Or is it more? Let's see. I put my hand down. If she's going to come back, or she's going to jump off, might have to shout shout something out a second. Had to make sure the kids were showered because they both have school again tomorrow. Oh, Rose got down. <laughs> All right. I think we talked about a lot of what I wanted to talk about today already. Maybe it's time to do some more coming to terms with, not coming to terms, unraveling toxic masculinity again. Haven't done that in like two weeks because I've had guests and stuff. Let's, uh, Let's pop down here. And see about bringing up some of these videos and we can see about, maybe we need to do some of the Pearl ones. Because Pick Me Pearl is one that, you know, she's, I haven't, maybe I just split all of hers off and that's why we haven't seen any of them yet. But yeah, the Pick Me Pearl ones are, are. Ooh-wee. She is an interesting one, let me tell you. What you doing, Rose? You playing with something? You got the door closed on you? <laughs> the boys closed the door on her. What's up, Alarasia? How's it going? 
Um, all right. So let us copy this into here. Let's mute the desktop a second so we don't hear it. Oh, wait, before we do that, before we do that, well, I forgot one thing. I forgot this. We have a bit. We have a bit to play. We have this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom. I totally forgot about Words of Redneck Wisdom. Without further ado... And now, Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, uh, but, uh, don't it take the heat off uh, the Biden crime family and the impeachment hearings and all, right. the, all the bad uh, news for them, you know, coming out? I mean, nobody's yeah. talking about that now, right? I mean... All we're right. talking about now is uh, the difference between Kevin McCarthy and uh, Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan, which there's none. I'm going to have to disagree with you on Jim Jordan, the speaker, but that's the plan, Jeff. Uh, that's the plan, is to divide the Republican Party, run cover for the Biden administration, and get their uh, agenda going with... Uh, the next election here with the terrorist attacks that's going to come here. Will it be lone wolf attacks or will it be orchestrated like uh, 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 and organized like the attacks on Israel? Uh, if, it does, if it does happen where it's orchestrated and organized like that, we will go to war with Iran over it. If it's just lone wolves here and there, we might not. But what's the 2024 election is that going to help the Biden or the the Trump administration Trump get in there any better in the national elections uh, uh, when there's a, a war with Iran? Of course, it's going to be blamed on Joe Biden. But uh, it, what's what's our uh, country going to look like during the elections with uh, uh, the threat of terror here? And war, maybe with Iran, and war breaking out globally. What's that going to look like? It's all part of the plan. This is a show we're watching. It, it's it's conveniently happened that they attacked Israel right when we was having the speakership fight. Uh, it, 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 just, the Republicans don't want two houses of. Two houses of Congress, they don't want that. They want to keep being the underdog and uh, mm-hmm. playing uh, uh, big fighters on uh, mm-hmm. Fox. You know what I mean? You're saying they want to talk a good game and not deliver. They want to be... Uh, they, uh, want, they don't want to be... All hat, no cattle. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be implicated themselves on the COVID thing yeah. and that, that money laundering. They're just as guilty as mm-hmm. the Democrats. Mm-hmm. They don't want Biden to go down because if Biden goes down, they'll end up going down. They don't want it. Okay. They want this agenda 2030. And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. 
And there you go. I happened to listen to this this morning and was like, this is a whole bunch of conspiracy theory that is perfect for words of redneck wisdom. And here you go. So there you have it. The only thing that I, I mildly agree with closely is, is, is the, I mean, he, he kind of said that the Republicans don't want to have control of, of Congress. And I'm like, well, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I did say the other day that the Republicans just, it's not that they don't want to lead, they just are incapable of doing so. So <clears throat> they just have no ability to do so. So it comes off as them not wanting to. Um, but I mean, this guy, there's, there's no difference between the, these people. I mean, sure. I mean, I, I guess I kind of agree with that too. And uh, when it comes down to it, there really is no difference between the three of them. They're all fighting over, over who can be the bigger a-hole, but I mean, just his voice in and of itself just makes him uh, a clear front runner every week for words of redneck wisdom. Cause you know, we doggy. I mean, that's just a, woo Lord. I, I don't even think I can do that good of a, that good of a redneck voice. Sometimes, sometimes he's just, he's just out there and, uh, uh and he even disagrees with Jeff, where he doesn't even think that there's any difference between Steve Scalise and J- Jim Jordan and whatever. Of course, you know, Jeff loves Jim Jordan. Well, he loves Donald Trump, too, which which not surprising if you love one person who uh, supports, you know, the sexual assault of, of women. You, you, I guess you support all people who supports the sexual assault of women. Wes, why was it so easy to get into Israel? Um, uh, what, what happened was that there were some videos that they showed where one of the first things that they did is that they put like some balloons or some drones or something, and they dropped bombs on the towers to pre- prevent Israel from being able to see their movements. That's how they were able to get in and get into that uh, that concert was that they took out the ability of Israel to be able to see their movements and then they moved. That's how they were able to get in uh, because uh, why? Uh, probably because uh, Iran gave them intelligence, gave Hamas intelligence, and uh, Iran probably got that intelligence from Russia, and Russia probably got that intelligence from Donald Trump. And Donald Trump said that it's his it's his ability. And he Donald Trump probably got that intelligence from Israel. And Donald Trump says that it was his prerogative to share that intelligence with whomever he wants to share it with. Rose, is Sink Younger doing something else other than the running for president stupidity that I talked about earlier, or is it something else? Um, Deep State Illuminati tipped the spear. FEMA cams one more, and I have Bannon paranoia. Bingo. Well, I mean, as long, well, you might have had the free space, Easy E. I mean, it might have been on the diagonal, or 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 it could have been all on the end line, or, or, or right across. You might have had the bingo right now. You only need four on a bingo. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about it a little bit earlier, Rose, just his uh, short, short of the story. He's an idiot for thinking that he's going to be able to run for president. Uh, he thinks that the courts rule in his favor, and he's a dumbass for thinking that uh, because, well, it's stupid. 
he's a naturalized citizen means he's not a natural born citizen and there's no so there's no way that the courts are going to rule in his favor uh, that he is in any way qualified to be president of these United States. All right, so without further ado, let's go ahead and see about pulling up some of these. Um, ooh. We're already starting this. We're starting this off strong. We're starting strong with the pearl, with the pick me pearl ones. Um, Tawada, I wish I were old and could play bingo. You could play bingo when you're young. I've played bingo when I was young. My kids will play bingo with us when we bring them on cruises. I mean, we have to buy the tickets, but you know, we. When I was on my honeymoon, I. uh, I mean depending on what you think old and young is. I don't know how old you are, but I was, we were in our early thirties and we won free cruise playing bingo on a cruise. So there you go. Anywho. So let's go ahead and switch to the alternate screen. That's not the correct one. That is the different one. So let's switch. Do, 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 do. That is, I don't know why it changes on me all the darn time. Oh, and then <laughs> that's funny. Nope, that's the same one again. There we go. All right. And then we do that and that. So. Anyway, so I'm going to start. When I'm doing these stuff, and if you're watching, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, um, just remember that you won't be able to hear the audio from these clips. So therefore, if you want to follow along on uh, what, with what's going on and what's being said as I do these clips, when I respond to these uh, people who uphold toxic masculinity, um, we uh, it's best to come over to YouTube.com/slash/LiberalDaneRadio, and that way you'll be able to hear uh, what's going on. Um, so anyway, so we're going to start the video and, and when I finish the video, um, when I finish the response to the video, it's going to make it sound like I'm ending the video overall, but it's just, I'm I'm ending this response to the video. And as such, don't, don't think that I'm ending the video. I'm ending the stream. Just if you're new to the channel. So yes, she is talking about Russell Brand. So, um, here we go. Before I think I have a cat coming in again, potentially. So, welcome back to another one of my uh, unraveling toxic masculinity. And this series that I'm going to be creating is one dedicated to pearl or just pearly things, or somebody I call pick me pearl, somebody who uh, loves to stand up for and fight for toxic masculinity right along with her so-called alpha male dude bros. And you'll see why with this first one, because holy crap, this one is a doozy. Let's go ahead and start over from the start, and you'll see why. As it reloads, just make sure it starts from the beginning. (laughs) 
Ah, there we go. There's the problem with the logic of the pick me pearls of the world is that just because somebody has women throwing themselves at him, that doesn't mean that he could rape. Uh, clearly, that is an illogical statement made by an illogical person. Uh, one has nothing to do with the other. Uh, people who feel entitled to whatever it is that they want to get are probably more likely uh, to commit acts of sexual assault against other people. And so if he feels that he's entitled to whatever that he, whatever he can get and somebody says no, he might feel upset and then want to force himself on that person. Uh, that is one thing that could be a possible explanation as to why Russell Brand uh, might have forced himself on something. But then again, there's the other conversation is the fact that this person that Russell Brand is accused of sexually assaulting is underage. And as such, it doesn't matter if the person wanted it or not, because the person is un incapable of consenting in the first place. And as such, it's still rape, regardless of if it's a yes or a no. So there you go. And a whole Elon Musk bank thing. Well, there are rich people who steal money all the time. There are rich money who rich people who embezzle money. There are rich people who violate all sorts of rules when it comes to making money all the time. Why? Because they feel that they're entitled to it. They feel that just because they're rich and popular and powerful and successful, that they're able to get away with it. So why would somebody like Russell Brand do such a thing? Because he's rich and powerful and popular and feels entitled and feels that he could probably get away with it too. So that's why he feels that he could get away with such a thing most likely. That's why your argument, Pick Me Pearl, is horrible. And I didn't end it with a, what do you think, like a subscribe or whatever. But, you know. Anyway, not being a creepy jerk is not too hard. Exactly. Um, how many times do you have to turn down uh, ready sex? I don't know. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, Wes, come on. You're getting a timeout for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're getting a timeout for the darker ones coming. That's just ridiculous. Come on, Wes. You know better than that. Anywho, so let's go to the – so we've got the first one down. Let's go ahead and do another response to the Pick Me Pearl because we're going to make the Pick Me Pearl playlist today on top of the other one. So I don't know which one these are, so we're just going to be hitting these shorts um, – over and over and over just just to hit a couple of them because she does some doozies and we need to hit some of these because they haven't uh we have we haven't gotten to any of the pearl stuff in the other videos so let's see all right so this one is apparently called Men Dating Single Mothers and the Consequences of It. So here's another short from Pick Me Pearl. Let's see what pearls of wisdom she has to share with us today. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Why is that, Pearl? Why 
I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why one might have a kid. I mean, these people are coming from a conservative point of view and, you know, often they're coming from a conservative point of view and somehow they're now going to be shaming people into having kids. I mean, it's ridiculous, but let's continue. What if the, you know, so if the guy is, happens to be an abuser or what happens if you're planning on doing it and maybe the guy was, you know, in the military and he died and now you want to be able to, you know, have another, you know, a family with, with somebody else, you're going to, you're going to blame the woman for having a spouse in the military who died. I mean, I don't think she thinks these things through all the way. Never leave. Never. Doesn't matter what happens in the situation. You, the person could beat you, abuse you, whatever. Pearl says never leave. Abuse is, is apparently not a thing in Pearl's world. So, I mean, this, this, is the, this is why I call this unraveling toxic masculinity. She is just enforcing archaic ideas that have that pervaded society that we have worked as a society to get rid of. It used to be that somebody in such a situation with an abusive spouse would not be able to leave that spouse because she, as the wife, felt like they wouldn't be able to go anywhere because there were no options for them. And she is trying to push us back to that time. It's bizarre. It's ridiculous. This is, this is, this is the type of mentality that we have to find and, it, and it's just baffling to me why a woman would do such a thing. Well, it also, it also baffles me why women would vote for Republicans also because they're constantly voting against their best interests as well. But here you have a woman who is fighting to a shame single mothers because that's what these alpha dude male bros do because they, they would never get into a relationship and want to be a insta dad. And then B she's going to, tell somebody if they were in a relationship with a guy and they had a kid, never leave. That's some toxic bullshittery. Apparently, Robin, apparently you are done after having a kid. Um, she's, I don't know if she's an incel or if she's a, um, or if she just is, pandering to the incels who subscribe to her. Um, one of my theories is that she's, she's trying to play up to the, uh, she's trying to get herself one of the, you know, high ups in, you know, one of the uh, Andrew Tate, Tate brothers or uh, the guy from fresh and fit or one of the other folks who are, you know, one of the popular dudes out there trying to, try out so that she could be one of the one of their uh picks i.e that's why i call her pick me pearl because she wants to be picked by one of them even though they'll never pick her because while i'm not the one who's going to say that people should be judged ultimately by their by their beauty standards and by you know the people can be looked at by their whole package um the Andrew Tate's of the world, the whatever podcast, the fresh and fit folks of the world are going to look at her and they might applaud her for what she says, 
but they're going to laugh at her behind her back because they're going to say, there's no way I would date this woman because she's already too old for them, already far too old for them. Because we've seen in the previous videos what they've said about these people, about women and what women they want to date and what women they don't want to date. So she's clearly surpassed that age as to the age that they want to date. But B, you know, I don't think even if she, even if she was younger, I don't think she would be pretty enough for them either. Even though, I mean, she's not ugly. I don't think she's ugly, but I don't think she's hot for their standards. Um, I don't think that she. Uh, I don't think that she. Um, she would live up to to what their unreasonable standards are to begin with. So. Let's see. Let's go ahead and mute that. We will go to the next stupid Pearl short. <laughs> Pearl destroys woke woman. Wait. So this one is called Pearl destroys woke woman. Let's see what how she destroys. Well, first of all, first of all, the woman said, "I think I'm gay," meaning I think I'm attracted to people of the same gender, not I think that I'm trans. And so that then she said, "What about I think I'm black? What about I think I'm a different gender?" She didn't even mention trans. She mentioned a sexual attraction. She didn't mention whether or not the person felt they were trans or not. So she's jumping all over the place and bringing up red herrings. Well, I mean, you, you would have a conversation with the person, sit them down and talk to them because they're, they're your children and you want to have a conversation with them because they trusted you enough to have that conversation with you. I doubt Pearl will be in a situation to ever have children. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know who would ever would marry Pearl, but if Pearl was ever in a situation to have children, I would hope that you would have a situation with your kids that you would, they would trust you enough, but I doubt that Pearl's children would ever trust her enough to ever trust her with anything that they ever would ever feel the need to talk to her about because she would be too judgy. I mean, and there's the, you know, here's the problem with that is that nobody is have allowing children to have gender reassignment surgery. There are rules that take place around that. And all of these places, the clinics that do gender reassignment surgery say that you have to be over 18 and you have to have been on hormones for at least a year. And there are other requirements that are put into play. So, a, Pearl is lying about the situation that would happen. So if somebody wanted to have like gender reassignment surgery, it's not going to happen with a child. This is, this is a big, big fear scare tactic that these people like to use to try and, you know, make people afraid of the trans folk. When in reality, it doesn't happen with kids. Yeah, a kid might maybe be put on puberty blockers if it's determined by the parents and the kid and the doctor that that's the right thing to do. And that's the thing, the hypocrisy of conservative-minded folks, they always want the decisions to be left up to the parents 
except for when they don't like that decision, then they want to control what the parents and the doctors can decide what's best for the patient, i.e. the kid. So, but again, as Nimbus Yosh, the host most of the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast says, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. So let's go on with the next video. Doing a bunch of shorts. She's looking for love in all the wrong places, as opposed to uh, Leia in Star Wars, who was looking for love in Alderaan, Alderaan places. So this next one is, fat simp is too naive. Well, I don't even know what that means, but we're going to see what it means. Well, first of all, she's body shaming. Um, now, I mean, if he's the one who's going around saying, you know, you know, saying, hey, I'm a fat guy, like I'll do fat man rants. I mean, it's fine. But, you know, she is being a fat shamer. And we could have a, a long conversation about somebody being overweight, um, being able or not being able to uh, get dates. Uh, we'll talk about that when the video is over, but let's continue. But apparently this guy did have a date with the individual that we're, uh, that she's watching. So she's watching a video. Now I'm watching a video of her watching a video. This is getting very meta. Oh, that was it. The date was in the parents' basement. Okay, so that was that was all the video was, was just that. Very exciting. Anyway, so Pick Me Pearl is mocking this guy for being overweight because apparently overweight people can't get dates. Overweight people can't date attractive people. Overweight people uh, can't do anything. Well, obviously, you know, as I've you've seen on Liberal Day and Radio, talk from the left, that's right. I have an entire series of videos called Fat Man Rants, and one of the reasons excuse me, that I do the video series Fat Man Rants is because um, I, I got tired of people coming to my videos and being like, <laughs> instead of trying to debate me on the, on the, on the facts, they'd be like, oh, you're fat. Like, okay, thank you for, for telling me that I'm fat. I have mirrors. You know, clearly I, I understand that I'm overweight. I see myself every day. Thank you very much for that. But uh, the idea that somebody being overweight prevents them from, uh, from dating people is absurd. Like I was bigger than this kid and I was dating a lot of people. Let's put it that way. Back when I was single, I was larger than this guy and I was dating a lot of people successfully. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that because not everybody holds your ideals as to what society, uh, as to the general rules of society and what they should believe. And it's not just looks that, that gets you. Now, he did seem a little goofy, and he did seem a little bit, um, you know, perhaps social, socially uh, inept, and perhaps that also would preclude him from getting dates, and that's, that's another thing to talk about. Uh, perhaps I'm a little bit more socially adept than the, than the young, young chap was. Uh, but if you have confidence in yourself and, you, and you're willing to re- go out there and, talk to people and be funny and, and 
you know, especially be funny. Um, you you can uh, charm the pants off of some people, literally. So, but again, she is supporting the toxic idea that men have to look a certain way in order for them to be able to be successful in dating. And I'm living proof that you can have a beautiful wife and a wonderful family while being a larger sized man. Hey, Kim Chi, what's going on? Um, I don't know if I said hello, Alaraza, or not. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Trying to see. And then we're just doing, we're just going through the pick me pearl version of the, of the unraveling toxic masculinity um, shorts these shorts that are, that are, that I've decided to go through where that, that for, again, for some reason, just as a reason for the longest time, I've been wanting to do this series on dealing with toxic masculinity, specifically trying to do <clears throat> specifically trying to react to uh, like men's rights advocates and men going their own way and like so-called alpha males and red pill people and all these other idiots. And like they all they all suck, and like for some other things just kept getting in the way, and like other topics kept on coming up, and finally, for some reason, YouTube's algorithms decided to be like, hey, we're going to show Dan all these videos now for some stupid reason, and because YouTube decided to just show me all these videos for some stupid reason. Uh, YouTube was like, I decided to be like, okay, well, if YouTube is now going to start showing these to me. I'm going to start copying the URLs and I'm going to start reacting to them on the channel. And I'm going to make these playlists and I'm going to upload them. And then we're going to have, we're going to use these as content to try and draw more people into the channel while I'm fighting these toxic ideas. So here you have a woman who is upholding these toxic ideas, like men have to look a certain way in order to get laid or to get dates or what have you. Um, so we have three more of these shorts or at least two more of these shorts. I don't know if this next one, the last one is a short or not. I might've put it in the wrong place, but we'll see if the last one's not a short, we'll, we'll do a longer react on that one. That's weird. I don't know what just happened with that one. I don't even know if she'll get that far. All right, we're back on. Hey, what's Hello. going on? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going on, man? <laughs> Nothing much. Um, no. Yeah. This is yeah, this I'm is Khalil, everybody. Just to just let y'all know, this is Khalil. So. Um, yeah, I'm considering drawing. Um, what's it called? A um, you you've seen your show Muppet Babies, right? Yes. Where, where little dreams come true. Yes. Yeah, I was considering or make doing our dreams a drawing. Yep, yeah, drawing a train, the toy train that was in one of the episodes and uh, selling it. Cool. Because um, uh, I was talking to my mom about giving me a hotel gift card, but um, she might give me a, a vacuum instead, and I might uh -huh. wait for a trip, but um, I'm just hoping that maybe I could sell that online. I don't know if I have to have... Jim Henson's uh, company's permission before I sell that or not, because I'll probably just draw the train, the toy train. 
I think if you do it like a, 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 a like a parody ish type thing, I think maybe you get away with it. I know there are people who do like kind of mock-ups where things where they'll sell things at like their own little mock-ups of, of things at conventions and, and they seem to get away with it just fine. So you're probably, if, if you do it smartly enough, you'll probably be able to uh, do it right. I don't know exactly. I mean, Wes in the chat says Muppets are copyrighted, but I don't know exactly. I'm not a lawyer and I didn't say the Holiday Inn Express last night, so I can't give you the best answer on that one. So, yeah. And also, um, one of the things is um, I, um, I'm i going to Moms and Men Action on, uh, tomorrow night, and I'm going to talk to them about the guns to guardrail thing. Uh-huh. That's a good thing. And I mean, I, I, be... I really like it. I really like the plan. Yeah. So. And uh, stuff like that. And then making sure that they have a bunch of fiery fire retardants and like fire hydrants and fire extinguishers when they destroy the guns, because they mm-hmm. located um the the gun buyback program in Charlottesville. Hey, did you know yeah. that um Kos- did you know that Kosovo and Kosovo they they've um they're destroying the Serbian army firearms and all that stuff left over. No, I did not. Yeah, they uh, have the leftover military stuff that they're destroying. And also, um, that's what I found on United Nations do. When they destroy things, they blow them up uh-huh. sometimes. Or huh. they bulldoze them in the United Nations. But Charlesville is going to be incinerating the guns. Interesting. So it's a long time It's a long time from the, from the Serbian-Kosovo thing for, for them to actually do that. So it took them, took them long enough, I suppose. Yep. I also was told that um, I also was told that if a gun, if you have, um, if a gun is constantly sparking, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Like let's say you have it. You, I was told if if you have a gun near the fire, and the sparks come up from the fire, I was told the gun's no good after that. It 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 warps the uh, barrel and the clips. Huh. I was not aware of that either. Yeah. But that's what it does, because basically, like, I've been looking for that stuff. But also, um, I was telling you about the people who are wishy-washy, on, who are deflect attention on guns. Like, um, I was—I don't know if you know Larry Pratt. I really can't stand him. You know him? I'm not sure. Let's see. He's with Gunners of America. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he, he, he likes to double talk about uh, victims of gun violence. I mean, he'll say that liberals are, are happy that guns or massacres are happening. Then he, he's the same one that will want to ban liberals from guns. He's one of right. those. Well, and you know, uh, that's why. Conserv- as, 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 again, the host of the most Nimbus Yosh with the smooth sounds of Percy Podcast says, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. So yeah, and, you know. and the other problem is like I was making that point with someone and they didn't want to hear it. Not that they didn't want to hear it; they just took the parts that they wanted to hear. Right. Um, basically, my point is with the picture of a police officer. I don't want police officers militarized, but I don't want them to have very little things to defend themselves and defend us. If the civilians are going to have whatever they want, it has to be an equal 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 playing field 
And I was talking to a man at the hospital about that, and then he said, well, if we ban guns, only the criminals will have guns. And I said to myself, i got to stop talking to this guy because he irritates me because he's just, you know, it's just like he acted like he didn't hear what I was saying. He acted like he heard – because, like, when you have people like Larry Pratt and Alex Jones, people like mm-hmm. that need to be called out. And when people yep. deflect attention like that, they're just allowing people like Larry Pratt – Alex Jones and the right to keep getting away with not making up their minds. That's all it does is it allows them to get away with it when people want to deflect. Well, that's what I try and do here, but I, I need to be able to get more traction to be able to have do a better job with it. So, um, yeah. anything else you want to say before we move on? I know we got Wes on, and Wes, you need to behave if I if I go to you, Wes. So, just warning you. <laughs> But anything else you want to throw out before we, we move on? Both the right wing and the government needs to be more consistent on like age. We as as conservatives, they would they don't want children to have um, transgender. Um, I mean, transgender reform reform. But mm-hmm. then they 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 want they support things like um, allowing. They don't want the um, what's it called the um, child labor laws to be legal. And they also are, this government also tries kids as adults and makes kids pay taxes even with, for them working, even when they're in, in the home. So basically, I'm saying, and then they also allow kids to date older people. So if that's the case, <laughs> there's no point, you know, there's no point in allowing that. Like you said, conservatives are hypocrites when it comes to stuff. Yep. And then so is the federal government. It's like when they can't make up their mind if you're underage or if you're an adult. Yep. I mean, that's right. It's like, like one of the things I talked about in the podcast one of the previous weeks was how, you know, they'll, they'll, they make a big stink about groomers and how so-called, you know, trans folks are trying to be groomers, LGBTQA folks, groomers. But what, who are the people trying to fight to keep uh, child marriage legal? That's the Republican Party. Nobody else except the Republicans are trying to fight to keep child marriage legal. So yep. there you go. And labor too. Yeah. But I, I appreciate I appreciate talking with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen in on the show, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get off here, but I'm gonna still listen on the on the show. Cool. All right. Let me know how the uh, meeting for the Moms and Men Action go as well. Thank you. Cool. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah. Wes, do you want to come on or you just listen? I mean, you said you were on the phone. You didn't raise your hand, but we'll, we'll go to you, Wes. In a I'm second. here. We'll go I got you. nothing to say. I liked your last guest. I wish he would have stayed on. Well, I mean, you know, Khalil's good people. I like him, but I want to get to you and I want to move on to the other stuff I want to do as well. So, you know, but I like Khalil. Khalil. respect Khalil. Isn't that like Superman's name? It's Kalel. Superman's it's Kalel, but Kalel. Kalel Kalel can be the Kalel can be the Fesver Incorporated. <laughs> good good callback to Laverne and Shirley. Um Shirley you Shirley you jest. Istanbul, not Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? Kalel. Kalel. Jesus Christ, fucking man, what don't you know? 
Anyway. Okay, I'm fine. I love you. You know I do. Liberals are so insane. I love them, too. But I am still a Republican oh, through Jesus. and through. <laughs> okay, Wes. <laughs> okay. And I said a bunch of stuff about fucking earlier, you know. Mm, and I know. It's, it's an invention in many ways because... Everybody doesn't do the same thing the same way. I have told you, I can't tell you, I'm not supposed to say this, right? Well, if you're not supposed to say it, don't say it. If you're not supposed to say it, don't say it. No, it, it is so important because there are so many I'm gonna children. Mute, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute born. you, Wes, if you, Wes. I'm going to mute you. But please let me try and say it in a nice way. Can against I? my better judgment. Against my better judgment, what? Okay, I w- there is something called a hydro seal. Uh huh. Okay, it is something you're born with, and a lot of times it will correct itself. But you are born with them. It is kind of like you are half boy, and the boy is a dominant thing, but you are also half girl. Like like intersex? Yes. Yes. And you're not supposed to say it because it really doesn't exist in the real world. I'm very confused. <laughs> very confused. I but... know. Hydro seal. I think it is H Y D R O C E L E. Kind of like hermaphrodite. Yes. Robin sort of knows the word. But, you know, there is so much stuff that is very, very, very confusing and does not really represent the truth. Okay. Okay, I was born with this thing and other things. Uh, You know, it is called um, spina bifida. Mm-hmm. There was some something wrong with my spine. It wasn't sticking out exactly, but it was kind of like I had a tail or something that wanted to be a tail. Mm-hmm. Okay? Related to spina bifida. And I have been drinking a little bit. But no. I can't tell the truth <laughs> without without having drinking. I can't. I can't tell any of this without without something, you know, letting it out. Because it's kind of secret. Mm-hmm. You can't tell all this shit. Anyway, I was like five years old. Mm-hmm. And it had not corrected itself naturally. 
and I was getting all sorts of stuff happening. Okay, mm-hmm. I was getting blood and fluid in my legs and my ankles and my knees. I had Okay, this is the part you're probably going to you're going to buzz me off on and I'm going to say it as delicately as I can. I had constantly a state of Oh gosh, how do you I say mean, if, that? I mean, if you're using medical terms and not and not being um, are you trying to say that you are in a constant state of arousal? Okay. Right. You want to know the, the real name is called priapism. Priapism, yes. Priapism. Everybody who priapism. seems... Priapism. Uh, okay. I was priapized. Okay. Until I was like five years old. No, not hermaphrodite. I got it when I was five. They closed it off. They closed off the top, so they called it a vaginal, oh, shoot. They called it a vaginal shoot, uh, a vaginal tube. It was a vaginal tube shoot. That's what it was. I'm not lying. You know, you hear this stuff, you start hearing it when you're five years old, and you have no idea what these people are talking about. All right. Well, we learn something new every day, I guess. Robin, Robin yes, wants to know you if you do. teach sex ed. <laughs> I don't. I taught music for 40 years, and I never said anything well, I never really did say anything about genitals. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. It's usually good things. Boys, if you're not teaching sex ed, it's, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very good thing if you're if you if you're not teaching sex ed to not mention genitals to your students. That's a very good thing. Um, hold on. There's another caller. There's another caller that I God think is calling them. in via. Well, wait. There's another caller that's calling in via Skype. Uh, if you do want to talk, just hit the one button. I'll I don't know if you can hit the one want. button. I don't know if you can hit the one button on Skype, but if you do want to talk, I'll get to you in a second. Are you cutting me off? I'm not cutting you off for a second, but I'm just letting them know that I'll get to them in a second. But finish up. Okay. I love to talk to other people. You're boring. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe I should cut you off right now. I like to argue. Well, I'm trying to be – I'm trying to be – Nice and 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 congenial and oh, all that good nice. stuff. <laughs> anyway, Wes, thank you for calling in. Life I love you just nice. the same, it's even though smelly. even though you're uh, even even though you claim to be a Republican. Robin wants to write a song about my genitals. That is perfect, Robin. You have a perfect idea. We'll have to we'll have to think, we'll have to sing we'll have to come up with a pair we'll have to come with a liberal Dan radio parody about Wes's Wes's priapism. That that'll be the assignment a love for, for song that. to my giant dick. <laughs> I don't want to I don't I don't yeah. 
Anyway, thank you, Wes. <laughs> Love you very much. Thank you for calling in. I'm not. I'm day. not leaving. If you have me on, I'll stay here. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute Let you. Let on I'm gonna anybody. Go to the next caller. I don't know how any what you got yet is. I can't see what it says. Support right, well, H something. All right. Put you on right, mute. I'm well, going to the next caller. Anyway, next caller. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, just listening, sir. Oh, just listening. All right. Well, just wanted to check and see if you wanted to call in or not. It's all good, but thank you. Uh, if, if you can, if there is a way on Skype to, if you want to raise a question, let me know. But I am some of the stuff that I'm going to be doing. Um, it does happen to be on YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash/LiberalDanRadio because I am doing some uh, some reactions to some videos, uh, which the video audio does not go all the way through to. Blog Talk Radio because I don't have the audio situation on my computer set up yet. So if you have, if when we go back to that, um, and you and you're only hearing half the audio, that's that's the best way to fix that is to jump on over to YouTube.com/slash/LibleDanRadio uh, because that's the best way to hear everything that's going on in the show and not just this side of the show. Just wanted to let you know. Anyway, um, but thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Just the same. So. Trying to look, I was trying to look up and see what the heck Wes's uh, um, what what the treatment of that he was talking about um, surgical shunt. Maybe it's like surgical sur- surgical shunting. I don't know. Wes is going to have me going down a rabbit hole after the show to talk about how to treat priapism and how to create uh, certain ways on how to treat priapism now. There's an interesting thread on, on Twitter uh, where, or X or whatever you want to call it, where somebody talking about Louisiana's House District 91 vote. Uh, District 91 had been the consciousness of Louisiana Democrats. It involved a factional fight between the incumbent progressive Democrat, Mandy Landry, and her, quote, moderate challenger, Madison O'Malley. Uh, Governor Edwards involved by supporting O'Malley. It shows a picture of the district. Um, why have I not mentioned Republicans? The district is a minimal of affection for anything Republican. Uh, Biden won the district 85 to 13. Kennedy uh, for Senate lost the district 15 to 84. John Bell Edwards won the district 91 to 9. Primary was held. Results were an unequivocal loss for non-progressive Democrats. Landry was elected 2066 to 26. Uh, looking at the data from the racial composition of each precinct, um, white precincts, Mandy Landry won 67 to 25. Black precincts, Mandy Landry won 57 to 30. Estimating turnout won't have official data for three weeks. A 49 to 42% white black district voter registration showed by 25% white election day turnout and 14% black election day turnout. Or to use my favorite term to use Louisiana English, the racial composition of the vote was about 61% to 32% white versus black. Uh, At my point, amidst all the wonky analysis, Louisiana Democratic establishment attempted to take out a progressive Democrat incumbent. Yet there wasn't a critical mass of voters in this part of New Orleans supporting this move. O'Malley carried one precinct, 1013, which is what I talked about on Saturday. Um, yet for some reason, those posts get lots of views and mine get none because I can't win for losing. Uh, anyway, I don't know why my shit doesn't get retweeted. Other stuff it does, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Sorry, that's Donald's line. Let me uh, let Donald it say it. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Back to the mad, back to the 
whatever at hand. Um, so we are now going to go back to uh, back to talking about what you call it. Pick Me Pearl and her fun stuff or not so fun stuff. We got two more shorts, maybe two, at least two more shorts and one maybe slightly longer one. We'll see. So this, let's see. This video is Pearl debunks Destiny's wife, whoever Destiny is. Um, What a horrible analogy. So this woman was basically saying that she, if she was married to a woman, she would want to make sure that I guess, the woman has at least sampled, I guess, the other side and had a couple of guys in her, in her, in her past sexual history in order to make sure that you know, she's gotten out of her system or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that logic because – you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you should trust that that person would not violate the terms of your relationship. And if you don't trust that the person is not going to violate the terms of your relationship, you shouldn't be in a relationship with that person to begin with. Um, that being said, obviously Pearl's analogy here is horrendously flawed because she's not saying that you should, that that she wants uh, this person to now go have you know a hundred men just to go make sure that she doesn't want to be with men like it, it's it's you're not saying go become a sex addict go become somebody who's gonna hop around from man to man to man to man to man to man not there's anything wrong with that if you choose to do that and if everyone consents i'm not judging you for that but the person is saying i would like to have somebody have a little bit of, of experience with somebody else before. now that being said you know i understand the <coughs> concept of i personally you know, I don't think I would want to be, I don't think if, I don't think I would have been sexually compatible with somebody, you know, who would have been a virgin because I don't think a person who was a virgin would have known what they would have liked or disliked, um, you know, when it came to their sexual appetites. And, and, and maybe it would have been fun to find that out together, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody, maybe, maybe our, our desires would have been so diverse because, that person might not have known what they would have liked and might not have been able to be able to comprehend things that I liked, for example. So this idea, though, that, you know, what this person says and then she takes it to the absolute ridiculous extreme is exactly what conservatives do and clearly what Pearl does. So, yeah, no, that, that is not what this person is saying at all. And more illogical points from Pick Me Pearl. So let's see. We got one more short coming up for Pick Me Pearl. And then we will, uh, we will go on to this, whatever this next one is. All right, so this next one is women versus entitlement, whatever that means. We will see what that means in a second. There is 
a modicum of sense here, but for the wrong reasons. Like if, if it's okay for somebody in a relationship to do one thing, it should be okay for the other person in a relationship to do the same thing. So it's okay for, you know, the, the woman in a relationship to be able to go out to the club. It should be okay for the guy to be able to go out to the club. It's okay for a guy to do a guy's trip. It's okay for the girl to go a girl's trip or whatever. Again, there should be no hypocrisy there, but there's this whole idea here that, that the toxicity comes into play here that, a woman shouldn't be able to go to the club because other guys might want to sleep with her. So who cares if other men want to sleep with her? If I'm sitting at home while my wife is out with her friends and there are other dudes there who want to sleep with my wife, does that mean that my wife is going to sleep with them? Like if you don't trust your partner to be able to go out with their friends and hang out with their friends and not cheat on you, you shouldn't be dating that person. Of course, these people don't want partners. We've discussed this before, especially with Myron from Fresh and Fit. They don't actually want partners. They want subservient people. They want, they want to have a guy in charge with subservient sex slaves, a subservient sex slave who's going to be nothing to them but a, a whole for them to have sex with and for nobody else to have sex with either. That's what they ultimately want. And that's what she's, I guess, defending as well. But again, if you are in a relationship with somebody and look, I mean, you can come to an agreement that neither people are going to go to, to clubs or whatever, for whatever reason, if that's what y'all are comfortable with, that's fine. If that's what y'all agree to and are happy with, fine, cool. Whatever makes y'all happy. But the toxicity comes into play in that, again, if you, the reason you don't want your partner going out to the club is because you're afraid that other people are going to try and sleep with your partner, that means you don't trust your partner because what other people want is irrelevant. What your partner does is the relevant thing. So you could have a hundred people throwing themselves at your partner. If your partner doesn't violate the terms of your relationship, that it doesn't matter what those other people want. That's why these people are immature. That's why these people can't handle real, meaningful relationships. That's why these people are not people who should be talking about relationships at all whatsoever, because they don't understand what it's like to be in one, because they don't understand what having a relationship of equal partners that's based on trust and love and companionship means. They just understand these antiquated ideas where women equals property. That's how they're viewing relationships from the old standpoint of woman equals property. Therefore, woman must do what man say. End of story. That's what they want. That's what they push. And that's why I put this under the unraveling toxic masculinity banner. I almost hit stop streaming instead of the other one. So, which is not a good idea. Robin, now also wouldn't go to clubs to sleep with anyone, let alone 50 men. And that's true too. I mean, again, okay. But just because you go to the club and just because, I mean, I'm sure Robin, I mean, you might have 10, 50, a hundred dudes or maybe women or other non-binary gender non-conforming folks that might see Robin and they may go, damn, doesn't matter. What matters is what you want. 
do you want to enjoy yourselves with those people? Then, and do you act on it? Do you violate the terms? Are you the one? Do you violate, choose to violate the terms of your agreement relationship? That's all that matters. It doesn't matter what anybody else wants. That's why I talk about like with Myron from the Fresh and Fit podcast or whatever. These people, he's, he's, they call themselves alpha dudes or alpha males or whatever. They think themselves so high minded, but they're so insecure. They can't even handle the idea of, of their partner. Of, I, and I, I want to call it partner, but it's not. They can't even handle the fact of the person that they're with going out and hanging out with a guy because they think that the other guy is going to want to hook up with the person that they're with and that the person that they're with is somehow going to give in. Well, bruh, you can't lock it down. You're not an alpha, are you, bruh? So Wes is sitting there singing uh, <clears throat> Queen in the chat. Nothing really matters to me. All right, so here's the last one in my in my video of Pick Me Pearl shorts, but it doesn't say shorts, so we'll see how long it is. That's what she said. Uh, and we'll determine whether or not we're going to respond to it or not. All right, so this video... Oh, this one's the one about, this one is about the one of, well, we're going to go full screen on this one. So let's go ahead and change things around. Oh, nah, nah, nah. We're, we're going to change things around for a second. Overland Venmo, let's put that over here. Buy me a coffee, let's put it over here. Make Make me a little bigger. Maybe let's make the Venmo a little smaller. And then we're probably going to restart. Because I, I did watch a little bit of this one. So let's we're going to go ahead and start from this one. <laughs> Pearl showing lots of flesh in this one. All right. So this one is called Teenager Bullied for Leaked Photos of 304 Mother. Um, 304 is the way that the toxic masculinity crowd uh, calls uh, women hoes because I guess if you if you flip it upside down it looks like hoe so it's the way of calling people hoes without actually saying the word ho or typing out the word ho so yeah that's how it goes with these toxic folks um, and so I think, and this is only four minutes, so it's not that long, so we can definitely respond to it without taking up too much time. Um, but we're definitely going to pause this from time to time as, as, as they make points or as we go what, what, with the points that they make. But the short of it is, as, as I'm understanding it, is that you had a situation where I think a child um, got bullied because the child's mom did OnlyFans, I think, uh, and the kids at the school found out about the child's mother doing OnlyFans and bullied the child about it. So let's let's listen uh, to what Pearl shares with her pearls of wisdom 
and we'll see what Pick Me Pearl has to say about this crap. Okay, so an OnlyFans mom, actually, let's put this over here. OnlyFans mom, OnlyFans mom's son killed himself after uh, he was bullied for having uh, pictures revealed of his mom doing OnlyFans by kids at the school. So, as it should be, um, if you're if you're an adult and you're, you're doing OnlyFans, your kids probably shouldn't have any idea that you're that you're doing these types of sites, and that's good. Uh, so so far, the mom is doing the right, responsible thing for doing you know well, doing adult business, not sharing that information with her kid. We're going to have to start over again because I had unfortunately left it on mute. So we'll start over again. I'm sorry, folks. We'll have to start over again. So in this video uh, for uh, unraveling uh, toxic masculinity, we have another Pick Me Pearl video uh, with a teenager being bullied for leaked mothers of 304 mother. Uh, when they say 304 mother, that's the other word of saying ho because you turn 304 around, I guess, and that makes it look like ho, I guess. Um, they're so creative. Um, and so apparently this kid ended up uh, committing suicide uh, because of the bullying that took place. So we're going to uh, take a look at what Pick Me Pearl had to say and go from there. So let's start the video. And that's a good thing. Again, why would he know about that? She's doing the responsible thing by not allowing her son to know that she is doing uh, adult work. And maybe sometime later as he's older, he might find out maybe, but it's none of his business. And if she's keeping that from him, good. That, that's, that's fine. And he doesn't know. He doesn't need to know. Perfectly fine. There's no reason for him to know. Continue. Can I just say something like, I, is it weird that she has to read with the pencil like that on there, like, like not just necessarily saying that it's, I mean, maybe she has some sort of um, learning disability or something that requires her to follow along like that. But like, I mean, I mean, do you have to read along on a piece of paper? Can you not read it like on a screen, like in front of you? Like normally when I'm reading something like an article that's in front of me, I put it in front of me. So it looks like I'm looking at the camera. I mean, yes, sometimes I'll watch the video as I'm looking down, but uh, it's kind of distracting with her kind of looking, reading along with the pencil. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to mock her if she has any sort of learning, learning disability that 
that requires her to do this, but it, it just seems kind of weird to me that she's doing it this way. I don't know. Especially because she has the thing on the big screen right next to her. So it, it just seems kind of weird to me, but that's kind of a side point. Let's continue. I mean, sex work is work, and if you're going to teach your child to be a, a good uh, person, you, you should, if, if he does eventually find out that it should, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's the same thing as working in a supermarket because, you know, it, you're doing something completely different with the cucumbers. But other than that, it's work, and it should be considered a legitimate form of work, and she's not hurting anybody, and she's consenting to it, so nobody should have a problem with it. And what did the school do about this bullying? That's the thing I want to know. Um, what did the school do about these children sh having pictures of a naked woman on their phone? Or what did the school do about them sharing pictures of naked women with other students on their phones? Uh, what did the school do about bullying harassment in the school for over a week? Like, the problem here is not that the parent was doing OnlyFans. The problem here is that you have other children who were not raised correctly, other children who are looking at porn sites, other children when they shouldn't be looking at porn sites, other children who are sharing naked pictures on school grounds who are in, clearly in violation of school codes, I'm sure, and state law, I'm sure, and other children who are doing who are bullying on campus, which should be also a violation of various laws and or school rules. So we're blaming the mom here instead of blaming the kids for doing the bullying. And it seems like the kids are doing bullying before this happened. And then the kids just happened to strike gold in finding that this kid that they're the kid that they're already bullying happened to be doing I guess only fans or whatever. And now they got to continue pile on with the bullying with this too. But the, the school should have been stepping in long before to stop the bullying and to punish the bullies. Well, see, the problem here is that you why are these kids again why are they, if they're sharing nude pictures on their phones isn't that a violation of laws if these children are having nude pictures on their phones i mean isn't that illegal why aren't they being punished for doing things that are illegal for them to do hold on I am in the middle of making a video. What? Why? Well, you're not dressed. You're going to get on camera. Fine. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Now you can go get it.
next time, make sure your camera, is, you, you have everything before I do my podcast because I'm in the middle of making a video that I want to upload. So I have to edit this now. Was just interrupted by my son who needed to, you know, get his, uh, get something uh, from the room and he was not dressed and therefore I had to eliminate my uh, picture and I had to mute myself so I could, you know, fuss at him so that I could, uh, now I have to edit this whole thing out um, and uh, we'll, we'll continue from this point. So let's see, let's, let's go continue. Let's continue talking, hearing about what Pick Me Pearl has to say about this. Actually, let's 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 rewind a bit. I mean, if it makes you feel good about yourself, fine. But I mean, it's understandable that a kid might be embarrassed learning that his parent may, is doing this kind of work. I mean, yeah, I get that. But the problem here is not with her. The problem here is with the bullies. This is where this is where I this is my disconnect here is the bullies. The bullies are the ones that need to be punished. The bullies are the problem here. And somebody says the kid's mom should have made her kind of secret. Um, and you know, maybe, yeah. Like if I was if I was gonna have adult content and share pictures of my naked self online, I would not link it to my liberal day and radio account clearly. I mean, okay, fine. So maybe she made a bad decision as to how she shared her images or whatever. And maybe she should have had a different Twitter account. Cause you could have multiple ones. Like I have one for budget ears. I have one for rideshare Dan. I have one for nerdy Dan. I have one for liberal Dan. I have one for my personal where I, where I don't really use it much even, but it's just my personal one. That's not liberal Dan. It's just, lj4a.com dan which again terrible name afterthought but whatever but you can have multiple twitter accounts so maybe she made hindsight hindsight being hindsight she made a bad choice about what twitter account she used to promote her spicy sites but that doesn't mean again that she's the one to blame here she's not the one that bullied her kid let's continue It's not the mother pushing the son to suicide. It's the bullies. The bullies are the one pushing the kid to suicide. The bullies are the one that chose to expose the kid to the mom's activities. The bullies are the one that decided to continuously harass the kid about the mom's activities. The bullies did this. Not the mom. The bullies are the ones that created that atmosphere that drove the kid to, to do this not the mom. It's so funny. Yeah, it's not funny at all, Pearl. This is not a funny situation. This is a horrible situation. This is a terrible situation. This woman lost her kid because bullies felt that it was funny to make or to continue making fun of this kid, to pile on this kid that they've already been bullying, 
because they happen to find spicy pictures of her online. Maybe she was thinking about the kid and trying to give the kid a better life because we live in a society that makes it difficult for women to, to succeed because we have these unreasonable standards of what women have to do to be able to succeed in comparison to men. Maybe we, she was trying to make, her, make, make it so that she could use um, whatever assets she had to make sure that she could give her child a better life. And maybe she was trying to make enough money, maybe to move her son to a private school to get her away from the bullying in the first place. Maybe she saw the child getting bullied. Maybe she saw the pain and suffering that the child was already having to deal with by dealing with these a-hole kids that he had to go to school with. It was like, well, maybe if I went ahead and did this, I could get my, I could maybe move my kid to a different district, to a better district where my kid could get a better, better schooling with better kids. Maybe I could get my kid into a private school. Maybe I could have some other options for my child. But no, pick me pearl doesn't think about that crap. She just wants to blame the mom who's already down because the mom lost a kid. Okay, just because you have more OnlyFans models and teachers doesn't mean that this isn't a fringe case. And just because you have only more OnlyFans models and teachers, it doesn't mean that it makes the bullying okay. It does, and you're ignoring the bullying. You're completely ignoring them. Pick Me Pearl is probably somebody who believes that bullying is a rite of passage. I mean, Pick Me Pearl is a bully herself because she is the one who, again, in the other video that I was looking at, was mocking the mocking that guy for being fat and for living in mom's basement because maybe this guy is socially inept and has problems finding a date. Meanwhile, that guy is probably one of the ones that she probably wants to get to subscribe to her channel because she probably loves the incels. That's probably somebody who's going to ultimately be someone who subscribes to her channel. Why? Why do you think it's so selfish and so wrong? Because you're a puritanical person who doesn't understand that people can have sex for pleasure. You don't understand that people can, you know, have sex for more than just procreation, that women are can actually have, you know, lives outside of being uh, uh, pregnancy uh, machines for their, for their spouses as, as you believe that they should be because you, sub you subscribe to uh, archaic uh, gender roles for women in society. I mean, I mean, this is a woman who walks around carrying, wearing a repeal the 19th Amendment shirt because she wants to take away the right of women to vote. Right. And so and the most important thing in, in a society is the children. So we should be stepping up and stopping the children from bullying other children. We should be going to we should be looking at the parents of the bullies and asking them why they failed their in their parental responsibilities. Why did it, they fail in making sure to not teach their kids to not bully other kids? Why did they fail in making sure their kids did it, knew to knew to did it? didn't know to not go look at nudie websites as a young teen. Like, where's their responsibility in all this? If their parents did their job, their, their kids wouldn't be looking at 
naked pictures online of adults and going to OnlyFans or looking at naked adult Twitter. Or And then if they did their job, their kids wouldn't be bullying. They would be t- t- treating their peers with respect and dignity and not be you know, treating their other peers horribly. But no, Pick Me Peril wants to support the bullies. No, the children that were bullying him were not innocent. Not at all. The children who bullied this kid were the ones with problems. I, I, I. I think we should ban OnlyFans. I'm a conservative, and I think we should ban everything that I don't like. But I'll argue for the free market for everything else. But I think we should ban everything I don't like. Stupid. If, if people consent to an activity, there should be no problem with them doing the activity. If everybody consents, no problem with it. They don't like – these people don't like that women have been able to leverage OnlyFans to be able to – take money out of the system, out of the economy and put it into their own pockets. They don't like the fact that women have been able to take men's money and maybe some women too, and been able to have figured out how to use the desires that men have and be able to use it to get a lifestyle where they can make 60, 70, $80,000 a month sometimes and therefore not need a dude to rely on, therefore uprooting their desires of, of having women be subservient to men, because that's what they want. They want women to be subservient to men, and as such, women who are able to do OnlyFans are not need, don't, no longer need to be subservient to men because they can have their own money. And they could do OnlyFans for maybe a few years and probably be financially independent for the rest of their lives just from doing OnlyFans. And there are some people probably who do OnlyFans who might only do OnlyFans with like a partner. Like here, here's my OnlyFans. Here's, here's me doing OnlyFans with a partner. And here's, I'm gonna, here's my scenarios, this, that, the other, whatever, and there you go. But I'm, I'm, I'm using my own, I feel like I can use my own, my own body to be able to make a buck. And then at the end of the day, I'm, I can be, I can have my own money and not have to be rely on anything else. I don't have to rely on anybody else. Good for them. Pearl doesn't like that. Pearl probably is mad that she can't make money on OnlyFans. Oh, not just the U.S. So no, everyone else is talking about the U.S. should ban OnlyFans. Are you kidding me? So, so men are that, – that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, that men who sleep around keep it away from the – I'm sure that there are plenty of men who sleep around who don't keep it away from the children, and plenty of kids know that the men are sleeping around. Trust me. They know. They know. Anyway, what do you think? Agree, disagree? Uh, leave your comments below. Like, subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much. Have a good night. And again, that's not me ending the overall live stream. That's just me ending that video.
<sighs> Pick Me Pearl is, is one hell of a idiot, that's for sure. Let's go back through some of these comments uh, now that I have time to address them. Um, let's exit exit this and unmute so I or mute it. So if we happen to play some more videos, we don't have to hear it. Um, we have a whole hour. Supposedly, we have a whole hour left. I don't know. It looks like my Blog Talk Radio stream is kind of frozen. I don't know what's going on with Blog Talk Radio. Let's uh, reboot, refresh the screen. And it looked frozen to me. I don't know. There we go. Only 25 minutes left. Let's see. Flip that back on. Do, 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 do. Scrolling back. See what else. Benny goes, got to pay the bills, hoeing it out, can't flip a burger. I mean... I mean, if you can, flipping a burger only pays 15 an hour, sometimes less than that. OnlyFans pays much more than that if you got it. So I could see the, I mean, there's the appeal. And again, if somebody wants to, wants to make more money with that and has the ability to do it, then why not? I mean, again, if everyone consents, why not? Um I mean, Benny Local Schools do nothing about bullying, not a damn thing. I know that for sure. Uh, when I was bullied in fourth grade, uh, I stood up to my bully, uh, who happened to be a uh, girl, and I got punished for it uh, because the girl that bullied me was a doctor's child, and I was not. Uh, so, therefore, I'm the one who got my seat moved. I'm the one who, who got in trouble for it. Uh, boys don't hit girls. Uh, which I, 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 I came home with scratches on my arms every day because she kept on scratching me for nothing. Uh, when I decided to one day, I didn't even hit her. I pushed her and told her no. And she happened to get, she happened to get hit into the door and the door slammed shut. And that scared her, I think. And then the school was like, and then I came home and I told my mom that I pushed her into the door and the door slammed shut. And the teacher calls like, do you know what happened today at school? And my mom was like, yeah, Dan got tired of being bullied. So he pushed Allison, whatever. He told you? Well, yes, because I told him to, because I gave him permission to stand up for himself. Well, boys don't hit girls. And it's like, well, girls shouldn't hit boys either. And they moved my seat. Bullying stopped, but the bullying stopped only because I did something about it. Um, so yeah. If you don't have kids, go grind whatever you do, make a cheap buck. But if you have kids, make better choices. I, I disagree. I, 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 yeah, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do adult things as an adult and it doesn't matter. You know, it, 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 kids shouldn't be bullying. That's it. Kids should not be bullying. And again, while Jamie, you're right, the, the kid's mom should have done a better job of making it a secret and, and, and keeping it more hidden than she did. That being said, don't blame the bullying on mom, blame the bullying on the bullies. I have a hard time 
blaming mom who just lost her kid simply because the bullies bullied. The bullies need to stop bullying and the schools need to step up and stop the bullying. And while the schools West may have too many responsibilities, one of the responsibilities that schools should have is to stand up to bullying and to stop bullying when it happens. Um, Robin, she's revealing way too much flesh to be puritanical. But again, as the host of the most nimbus yosh with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast says, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. Um, Let's see, Jamie, uh, last week in shopping and saw two kids in a stroller while the mom and two other women shopped. The kids were three and three and a half. They were both watching cartoons on a phone. Well, I mean, a lot of times when we would be at dinner, like we would go to dinner and we'd, you know, let the kids hold one of our phones so they could watch cartoons so we could eat in peace. I mean, that happens. So... Um, yes, I broke it. In my classroom, we have a huge touch screen. The kids are always trying to get it to turn and switching on the chosen file plan because they know how to navigate electronics too well. Yeah, my kid, when my, before my son could speak, he could operate my wife's iPhone better than she could. <laughs> um, I, and that's fine, Benny, if, if, if you, if, 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 Doing sex work is not for you. That's fine. Doing sex work is sex work is definitely not for a lot of people. But if people choose to do it, I think it should be a valid occupation for those who choose to do so. And I don't think people should be shamed for doing it. I think there are, there are people who enjoy watching porn. There are people who enjoy doing porn. And uh, as long as everybody consents, there should be no shame in doing it. I don't think I don't think it's selling one's soul. I think it's uh, fulfilling a, a need, fulfilling a desire that people have, and if as long as as long as people aren't being exploited, then I think OnlyFans is probably the best way to do it because otherwise there are there are situations, there have been situations in the past where people who did porn were getting exploited, and and you know it was bad, but in OnlyFans you get to you get to be your own boss. You don't you're not told what to do. You get to do what you want to do for yourself. If some if you want to do a particular thing, you get to do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. And there you go. So I'm just disappointed not, not not enough people laughed at my cucumber comment. That's what that's what upset me. Not 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 enough people laughed at my at my cucumber comment. At least not not audibly here when, that I could see. Although I do have, for some reason I have it on top chat instead of live chat. So maybe I am missed maybe I missed some of it after I had to refresh. So <laughs> so maybe I did miss something. <coughs> Sex is not supposed to be work. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be fun, but that's the problem. That's the one of the other problems too is that the people like Pearl and whatever don't think women are supposed to have fun with sex. They think sex is supposed to be for procreation, it's supposed to be for creating kids, and nothing else. And how, how dare a woman enjoy sex? Oh no, that's why they. That's why these alpha dudes don't want to marry people who aren't virgins. Because they don't want uh, they don't want women knowing that they can enjoy themselves too. They don't want women knowing that you could that they can enjoy it, and they they don't have to settle for a two pump chump. <laughs> that they don't have to settle for 
three seconds of missionary with no foreplay that they don't have to settle for, you know, just mediocrity that they could actually enjoy themselves and have a good time and, and, and have a partner who not only, you know, is enjoying themselves, but wants to make sure that they enjoy themselves, that the woman enjoys themselves as well. So that's why they, that's why they want virgins in my opinion, because if they, if, if these so-called alphas, you know, dated somebody who had experience sexually, they'd actually have to do more, put more work in. They'd actually have to do things to satisfy the people that they're with above and beyond, you know, a couple of, you know, thrusts here and there. They, they, they would have to, you know, actually reciprocate oral sex. They'd have to do other things that, you know, their partner might expect them to. So these, that's what these, that's why these people want virginal women, eight, virginal 18-year-olds. And that's why you have people who lie about their body counts, because they don't want to be judged by these asshats. They don't want to be judged by these people. They want to, they, they want to be seen as being, you know, they want, to, they want to be seen as having, you know, quote, high value. So they will lie about their body count. Body count should be irrelevant because it shouldn't make a difference if you sleep with, you know, one guy five times or five guys one time. No. Or, but, but if, you, if you slept with five different guys or ten, maybe you might have had somebody that has, you know, might be more well-endowed than you or might be more uh, adept at certain things than you or maybe did a certain thing that she liked and, oh, now you refuse to do that thing and, oh, now what? Now she's going to judge you for not doing that thing she likes. And if you're not willing to put in the, uh, put in the work to, to get the... Uh, to get her satisfied, then maybe maybe that's why they're afraid that she's going to go up and, and sleep with other people because you're, those alpha dudes are unwilling to do whatever it is that the other people would like. So, Benny, look, the funny thing is, is women can sex all by themselves or with other women and exclude men altogether. Must probably other thing is that these if those dudes found out that the women were sexing all by themselves, they wouldn't have a fit because they wouldn't want them doing that either, probably. So, anyway, that's uh, it's always my rant on them. I did see your laugh, Marie. I did notice your your laugh at the cucumber joke. You were the only one though that that audibly or visibly or visually laughed at the cucumber joke. I did notice yours, so I appreciate you, Marie. So thank you for that. I did notice yours, but I didn't notice many other. I was disappointed at the lack of other people doing so. So I thought it was I thought it was a good on the fly because I didn't. While I had seen parts of that video, I hadn't watched the whole thing, and I didn't have that joke planned. That was just on the cuff, off the cuff. So I, w- I was hoping that I was hoping I would get a more reaction. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> I feel like feel like I'm Howard Stern now. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. Anyway, so it's almost about time time to end the show. So let's uh, I guess we'll go ahead and do that again. Special announcement, just to re- reiterate, uh, this week 
the Saints are playing on Thursday. So instead of doing my normal Nerdy Dan stream on Thursday, most of you don't show up for that anyway, but uh, instead of going, instead of doing my Nerdy Dan stream on Thursday, I'll be doing it tomorrow. So if you want to join me while I game and whilst I talk about things and um, tomorrow it might be a fun time to actually join me on the Nerdy Dan stream because uh, Benny, look, ask me if I care about my husband knows what I'm doing. He knows I ain't hooking. Well, good. Again, your husband trusts you. And again, your husband should know and trust you to go do whatever it is that you're going to do and knows that you're not going to violate the terms of your agreement. Um, so I knew. What, if, if you want to join me on Nerdy Dan tomorrow, it might be a good thing to join me on Nerdy Dan tomorrow because one of the things I'll probably be doing on Nerdy Dan tomorrow while playing my games is I'm probably going to have uh, the vote totals going if they go ahead and decide to go and do the Jim Jordan vote on Speaker of the House. So while I'm playing games, I'll probably be making fun of Jim Jordan too. So only, only if I eat a lot of fiber, Wes, and then I, then I lose all the shit. So anyway, so Tuesday, nerdydan.com on Twitch, Wednesday, uh, show again, and then Thursday, I'll be watching the Saints game. So, I know, Wes, I put you on hold, and I, but I didn't say I was going to come back to you. I didn't say I was going to get back to you. I just put you on hold. I said, thank you for your call. I told you I loved you, and there you go. But I need to go. I, I haven't eaten dinner yet tonight, so I'm getting hungry, so I need to go. So, anyway, this is the end of the Monday episode of Liberal Day and Radio Talk from the left, that's right. Again, I will be on Tuesday night, tomorrow night on nerdyband.com over on Twitch, uh, playing games and also uh, potentially talking about the Jim Jordan confirmation vote uh, or whatever, if the House of Representatives actually does that. So if you want to talk some politics while I game, join me tomorrow on Twitch. Um, otherwise, be back here Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central. Um, I might be on Twitch early at 7 p.m. I might, I'm, I've been starting the stream a little early recently, so I might be on 7 p.m. on Twitch instead of 8 p.m., but you know, just follow me on Twitch if you haven't already done so, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. Also remember to follow twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio to make sure that uh, we can get those numbers up. So once I, once I hit 1,000 here and get monetized, I will be dual streaming that as well. Until tomorrow and Wednesday, Purple Land Radio, talk from the left, that's right.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.